Hello, I'm Sam Lichtenstein, Stratfor Director of Global Security Analysts at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by Stratfor Worldview, RAIN's premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Sign up for the free Worldview newsletter at worldview.stratfor.com. You are listening to RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm Emily Donahue. The president of Guinea-Bissau remains the president after a failed coup attempt on February 1st. Just a week earlier, the military of Burkina Faso outed its elected government. In Chad, the military took over last year, and the same happened in Mali in 2020. Is democracy in Africa under attack? Clara Brackbill is here to guide us through what's happening. She's a sub-Saharan Africa analyst with RAIN. Welcome, Clara. Hi, thanks for having me. Can we talk a little bit about Guinea-Bissau? It's a tiny country, not a major driver of geopolitics. Why is this coup attempt so notable? Yes, let's talk about it. So, as you said, Guinea-Bissau is a particularly small country um, in West Africa, bordered by both Senegal and Guinea. Um, But we had reports of heavy gunfire surrounding the building where the president was meeting with his cabinet uh, to discuss their position on the recent coup in Burkina Faso, ironically enough. Um, And after several hours of confusion, we learned that the president's security forces had repelled a coup attempt, although they suffered several casualties. The next day, President Mbalo says that things are under control um, in the capital, Bissau, and that all is calm. But conflicting reports are still emerging about who was actually behind the coup attempt. The president has said that the attack may be linked to drug trafficking, while other sources say that it was a contingent of, of Marine Corps. So we're still waiting uh, on the details of of who is actually behind the attempt. But what really makes this notable is the context uh, that surrounds the coup. So as you noted, this is the sixth coup attempt in West Africa in the last 18 months. We had a coup in Mali. Um, The first of two happened in 2020, uh, in which a group of colonels seized power and ousted President Kita. Um, This was followed by a second coup in April of 2021, um, when military leaders clashed with the interim president and Colonel Goida assumed power. Uh, we've we've subsequently had um, sanctions imposed on Mali uh, by the Economic Community of West African States and the European Union following an announcement that um, that the military junta in Mali is delaying elections until 2026. So that's one situation in Mali. Um, Chad is another. So after President uh, former President Debbie was killed visiting troops in the north of the country in April of 2021, uh, a military council dissolved parliament, which was supposed to assume power in the event of the president's death. And um, General Debbie, who is former president's son, was then named the interim president and is shepherding Chad through the 18-month transition. Uh, in Guinea is the is the third case we have where former President uh, Conde had changed the constitution in order to circumvent term limits. Um, and so he won a third term in October 2020, which prompted extreme backlash. And this this eventually resulted in his ousting. ECOWAS has since suspended Guinea and um, imposed sanctions on the junta. And then Burkina Faso was our most recent coup um, in on January 25th. 
military leaders ousted uh, President Kabore following weeks of protests about both the the poor economic conditions in the country as well as the deteriorating security situation in the north. And we don't yet know what the transition period is for the country, but ECOWAS has suspended to Burkina Faso and um, is in negotiations with junta leaders uh, in order to determine what, what the path is. So that's what people are referring to when they refer to the coup wave that has swept West Africa. What is behind all of these coup or coup attempts in West Africa? Why have there been so many? Well, six attempted coups in five countries in less than 18 months isn't nothing. And so in the media, like I said, you'll you'll see a lot of clickbaity taglines like coups are contagious or coup season. While there is some truth to the idea that that political volatility in one state will impact political stability in others, uh, there are also other factors that are contributing to the recent trend. The truth part of that statement is that potential coup leaders have seen that there are very limited, um, depending on your perspective, consequences for their counterparts in other states. The sanctions in Mali are, are perhaps the best example of this. Um, so while ECOWAS has imposed sanctions and the Ministry of Finance announced February 2nd that it cannot make a domestic debt repayment due to these sanctions, and at the same time, Mali is experiencing food and medical shortages due to border closures, the Malian junta doesn't seem to show any sign of amending their delayed election timetable, which is what triggered the sanctions in the first place. So if potential coup leaders are are noticing um, or are watching the the response, both regional and international, to coups and seeing that the costs imposed aren't spurring any action, that, that may be encouraging. The other factors that are in play that I that I mentioned, I'll just quickly highlight three, although I think there are many. Uh, in this part of the world, coups are historically commonplace and, and often how power changes hands. So in Guinea-Bissau, for example, we've had nine attempted coups and four successful coups since independence in 1974. And research shows that when a country has one coup, it's more likely than its neighbors who haven't experienced a coup to have another. The second factor is is poor economic conditions. And these, of course, were exacerbated and, and are still exacerbated by COVID-19. So in all of these countries, you know, when economic conditions are poor, and these are some of the poorest countries in the world, that often means that popular support is not behind the government, which opens the door for new leadership to co-opt public approval. And this, in combination with the really poor security situation in Burkina Faso, is what led to the protests and the eventual coup that led to um, Demiba seizing power. And then the last factor that I'll highlight is the fracturing of security establishments. Uh, So military leaders led coups in in all five of these states, um, or attempted coups, I should say, highlighting that that the lack of integration of military and security forces um, really impacts the security and stability of the country and just raises the risk of coup leaders emerging. Well, what are we forecasting about what happens next in this region? 
Well, obviously, we're thinking about additional contexts where military coups could materialize. Uh, so we're looking at places with the features that I just highlighted, like history of coups, poor economic conditions, and fractured security establishments. Niger is, is one country that immediately stands out based on those factors. Since independence, Niger has experienced four coups, and the most recent attempt was in March of last year. So that checks the the history of of coups box. Secondarily, um, Niger is one of the poorest countries in the world. In in 2019, the World Bank reported that over 40% of Nigerians are living in extreme poverty, which is an incredibly high percentage. So that checks the the economic hardship box. And then finally, uh, we know that divisions within the military run extraordinarily deep. So although there have been many attempts to unify security forces in the past, Uh, appointments are still usually made based on ethnic identity. So then that checks the fissures within the security establishment box. And and then one additional similarity that I'll point out between Niger and Burkina Faso and Mali is that all three countries are suffering from a military insurgency that in some cases controls wide swaths of territory, which adds fuel to public discontent against the government for not providing for citizen safety. Uh, and this, this was one of the, the major driving forces behind the coups in both Burkina Faso and Mali. So... While these factors shouldn't be taken to mean that that Niger is sure to have a coup, the country is certainly at risk of a military takeover going forward. Clara Brackbill is Sub-Saharan Africa analyst with RAIN. Thank you, Clara. Thank you. You can stay ahead of geopolitics in Africa with RAIN Worldview, the world's leading geopolitical intelligence platform. Right now we're having an incredible introductory offer. Sign up today at stratfor.com. That's stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.